0: a but you can't run revolution. King Kong ain't got on me! Go five dollar ass down before I make
1: change. Well, the secret is, you got to coordinate. Damn!
0: Damn. Good morning, my neighbors! Hey, f you! Yes!
1: Yes! F you too! Get out!
0: Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. We
1: didn't land on Plymouth Rock, Plymouth
2: Rock landed on us. Yo, watch this. My name is Hartzell, Sean Edwards sitting across the table. What's that one thing you said? I thought it was brilliant. They always ask on the rim, you know, you want the salt? Do you want the sugar? The
1: first one, it's always sugar. Always. Then I'm like, if the margarita's good, if it's decent, once you get to the second one, it don't matter. Don't ask after the first.
2: Sean Edwards, what's going on, man?
1: Man, I'm watching a lot of stuff. Continually heartbroken. What you mean, heartbroken? Man, I'm trying to watch these Olympics, but I'm about to stop. There's no reason to watch anymore. We're going to talk about that in the news. I didn't even get to all six rings. got a ring and a half, maybe? No, no, a half ring. Not even a whole ring. A half ring, I'm out. I'm out. Hope Nielsen's not counting on me for ratings. I'm out. <laughs> this is Watch
2: This. We recap the week that was through the lens of pop culture. What's you streaming? What you watching? What you listening to? Jam-packed show for you today. Took a little, little vacay last week. How was that? I had to hide out for a little bit. Man, I get that. Yo. Sometimes you just need to, like, fade out, No, you know,
1: be on the low.
2: Gonna go see a man about a dog, gonna find myself in the woods somewhere. All I the, get it. All, all the real gangsters
1: out there listening, know. <laughs> they like, oh, okay, we get you. Like, yeah, sometimes you gotta just fade. What you been working on, Sean? Man, I been working on my suntan. Ooh. Yeah, sitting by the pool, chilling.
2: SPF Sean Edwards. That's, yeah, what, that's yeah, what his yeah. number is.
1: I'm trying to go from that Hershey bar to that dark chocolate Hershey bar. Extra black. Instagram don't know nothing about that filter. Nah, they don't know. Got going, nothing on that. I'm going for superior level contrast.
2: Sean Edwards, as we're getting back in these
1: streets, this new normal. We got, is it normal? I mean,
2: what's the deal with the normal? We're
1: going back out except for women and mothers. What you mean? Women like this COVID thing is still real. We're streaming. Plus, there's absolutely positively nothing that's been been released all summer that appeals to women all the stuff that appeals to women is on like Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu what's the last movie that a, that like a, a real woman actually wanted to go see?
2: Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. That's
1: what I'm saying. The stuff that they're trying to bring us back to the movies with, who are
2: they targeting? With Fast 9, I guess it was like the action clientele, nah. right? But what is, never, what's it going to be that gets us all back to the I movies? Know. Movies. ain't you know? the
1: stuff they've been putting out because I know some really refined women. They're not feeling F9. They don't care about Black Widow. You know, Suicide Squad, what? Jungle Cruise, Nah. What, what's the... I mean, seriously. What's the last major motion picture that truly appealed to women? And I'm telling you, you ain't going to break no records or have no massive hit unless you appeal to women. Look at the movies that sit at the top of the all-time box office. Avatar. Titanic. Gone with the Wind. They all have one thing in common. The ladies love them. Those are LL Cool J movies. Well, that's the through line right there. Is that not the greatest rap name ever, though? I mean, ladies love Ladies cool love James, Cool James. Man. That's the best undefeated just nothing even close like you have ll cool j i like run dmc public enemies not bad
2: man i think you go with shawnee flicks that works man That
1: that's that's hot yeah but ll cool j it don't
2: it don't beat that
1: people forget ll cool j was drake before drake's parents even thought about having sex stew on that ladies and gentlemen just think about that ll was drake before
2: drake sean edwards let's get to some news in the queue yeah what's popping
1: what's happening what are we watching
3: One day after she removed herself from the team final, Simone Biles withdrew from tomorrow's all-around competition. She's focusing on mental health.
4: I've just never felt like this going into a competition before, and I tried to go out here and have fun and warm up in the back, went a little bit better, but then once I came out here, I was like, no, mental's not there, so I just need to let the girls do it and focus on myself.
2: The Olympics, man. And you're somebody who still watches the Olympics, where you were. (laughs) hard so I don't think I made it past three days. It's like the rest of the world are saying it's weird for the first time, as if we haven't already seen basketball
1: in a bubble. Or, you know,
2: insert whatever. Empty stadiums. Piped in
1: crowd noise. Another problem we're having beyond the the COVID effect, it's like when I was a kid, when the USA went to Olympics, they kicked a lot of ass. This is some, like, millennial shit going on right now. What you mean? Where we're getting our ass kicked. (laughs) I don't recall a time when the men couldn't play basketball in the Olympics. You know, softball team. Softball is about as American as it gets when it comes to a sport. The American women got shut out by Japan. I'm going to claim ignorance. I didn't even know that they could ball in Japan when it came to softball. That's like brand new. They win the gold medal. I'm like, this is new. Sean's mad, Sean. Sean's <laughs> I'm, mad. I'm Sean's just... hot. And then we used to be dominant in the pool. We're not even winning all the gold medals. I mean, I guess Michael Phelps retired, so that ended. But the kicker and the reason why I'm not watching anymore, there's no more hope in the world. Simone Biles is done. If you're NBC, are you freaking out right now? If you're an NBC exec, you're, you're jumping out the window. Like, Simone Biles pulling out, it's like the Tiger Woods effect when it comes to golf. No one cares who wins a major anymore. I'm out, I'm out. Nobody cares. Shark Tank, and for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, no, nobody cares. It's like the Serena Williams effect with tennis. It also is the thing that I hate about the modern packaging of the Olympics because they try to force all these people on you. And they, they built so many promotional spots around Simone Bios being like the greatest of all time. No, let the moment happen. Like back in the day, they used to let the moment happen. Now everything's like all these pre packaged stories, and they're basically telegraphing who you should like love and cheer for and support because like, like the best ever they did this like at the past olympics in the winter olympics remember that one uh figure skater they fell in love with he had more personality than talent i can't even remember dude's name but he was like super flamboyant and he was like hot for two seconds he was all on gma and today and Everybody's like, oh my god, he's so cool, he's so flamboyant, but he couldn't even skate. He didn't win not narrow, he didn't he win a bronze medal. Our
2: thought process about the Olympics and that whole national pride during the Olympic Games has changed. You're right. It seems like they're putting more of this emphasis on the individual, because you know what? You may not be in the whole rah-rah, star-spangled awesomeness of it all anymore. Like, this ain't 84, and we're having McDonald's ads that are playing the Olympics. Those days have come and gone, but maybe you might be into a Simone Biles, and you might want a fanboy and fangirl <laughs> on her, you know? the route they took but you know when we got situations like this when simone's got to pull out she done if i'm nbc godspeed man COVID, COVID destroyed the olympics they never we'll should have done that. it why did they do it they never should have done it
1: they want that money
2: When it comes to Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, is it 2002 or 2021? Either way, we love to see it. It feels really good and it's really nice. Over the weekend, the reunited power couple was seen celebrating JLo's 52nd birthday, casually hanging out together on a luxurious yacht in France. Check out Lo lying down enjoying the view while Ben is enjoying another. But Benifer fans couldn't help but notice that this particular moment, yep, that's Jen and Ben seemingly recreating this iconic moment from the music video for JLo's 2002 hit, Jenny from the Block. The duo also reached a relationship milestone over the weekend. Jen and Ben made their relationship Instagram official, with the triple threat posting this steamy photo to her feed.
3: Staying present in the moment and enjoying all of the wonderful things that are happening right now.
2: Ben Affleck, I think, speaks for all of us right (laughs) now. I think he is our champion. He's that sad boy who loves booty, and he's being rewarded for it. I love Ben Affleck. God save the king. I love Ben Affleck. I've met Ben Affleck. What's he like? Tell me these stories. We'll put it this way. Because he's
1: living his best life again. I think I've interviewed Ben Flack like easy, easy, dozen times, 12 times. I've never once interviewed him when he wasn't drunk. <laughs> My man a good time? I don't know about doing the interviews, but he, apparently he is a good time. Remember that movie Molly's Game? That's all about him and his boys. I can't be a hypocrite. I used to get down. I was pretty <laughs> smashed. Man, I rolled back to Pull the- it back! I rolled one night- I forgot how many years ago this was i roll back to the four seasons easy three fifteen. you know everything in la shuts down at 2. people don't realize that L.A. am by the way y'all. yeah am mm-hmm. la is not an all-night town so you know everything in la shuts down at like actually they start taking drinks out of your hand in la at 1 15. i roll back to the hotel i had a good night it was a good night it's a real good night but i'm walking through the four seasons real nice hotel I'm walking through the lobby I'm walking through the entrance at the same time as Ben. Ben's way more smashed than me. <laughs> he also doesn't have on any shoes. Men can instantly recognize this, but they on a button-down shirt. hmm but the buttons were diagonal. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We did, it's 3.15. You can't act starstruck when it's 3.15 in the morning. <laughs> so we did that universal head nod. I was like, yeah, you You've been out here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, you have been out here. And I pushed the button to my flow, and he pushed the button to his flow. And that was it. Yeah. Game recognized game. Yeah, I was like, oh, all right, yeah. He was like, oh, all right, yeah. Yo, yeah, Ben gets it in though. But if you really want to know more about Ben... Molly's game. I don't understand, what's, what's J-Lo going through though? Let's um, be real,
2: what I, is any of this? Gotta I don't know. think it's real. They gotta be playing into
1: this, It's right? not real. It's almost two on the nose. Yeah, it's two on the nose. You know what I mean? There's and no way. So video and pictures surface of Alex Rodriguez on his yacht. Same day. Same thing with the hotties. Same thing, same day. <laughs> same poses. I got questions. We getting worked? We getting worked just a screw job? JLo lo One time I was in line to interview JLo. lo I had to wait for three hours because she stopped the interviews because she wanted to go change the color of her fingernail polish. Also, a true story, every time Jennifer Lopez is in the Four Seasons, they shut down the third elevator, so it's exclusively for her. This is a hotel where I've had conversations in the fitness center with Paul McCartney, drinks with Mick Jagger, conversations with Stevie Wonder, drinks with George Clooney, hung out with Jamie Foxx, but they shut down the third elevator for Jennifer Lopez. Even Paul McCartney don't shut down the elevator. He a Beatle. That's Jenny from the Black baby. Yes. Jenny from the Black. like, I'm baby. not doing no more interviews. I got to change the color of my fingernail polish, which you can't even see on camera when you're doing the interview. And what you do? You wait? Of course yeah. i wait. Yeah, that's what I thought.
3: Kanye West has seemingly grounded himself, and he's not coming out until he finishes Donda.
2: I mean, it was just fun to go in and just do something from my
3: heart. According to multiple reports, the rapper is living at Atlanta's Mercedes Benz Stadium as he continues to work on his new album.
2: I'm losing my family. I'm losing my family.
3: Donda, named after Kanye's late mother, was supposed to be released at midnight on Friday following his listening event at the venue Thursday night.
2: It's extremely important to me.
3: Well, that release date came and went and still no album. And according to Variety, Kanye is now eyeing to drop his new music on August 6th. ET has reached out to Kanye's rep for comment. But on Saturday, people started wondering about the Grammy winner's living situation when he was spotted at an Atlanta United FC soccer game in the stadium. The dad of four was wearing the same outfit he sported during his Thursday listening party.
2: What's, What's Kanye doing? What's Woo! What's he doing? We lost him again. My man What do you mean my again? Man, my man he's watched, been gone. <laughs> my man watches one documentary on Andy Kaufman and thinks he's some kind of visionary. John, break this down for me if you can. If that's break even this, possible. I can't
1: break this one down. If it's so, even possible. It must be nice to have enough money to where you can just call the city of Atlanta and be like, I need a Mercedes dome. What you having a basketball tournament, football game, monster truck, <laughs> concert? <laughs> Like no, nah, I need the Mercedes Dome because I just need to record, find myself in what? the Mercedes Dome. I haven't seen any price tag. What's it, what's it per day on the on the, the rent of Mercedes Dome? Oh,
2: man, ask Kanye. I have
1: no idea. <laughs> and the fact that they agreed to this, what has happened? So they don't have no upcoming concerts in Atlanta, no football games, no basketball. They're like, yeah, you can have it. Like, you just rented out the entire Mercedes Dome. Time's I just want to know. So when he's there, is the roof open or closed? Like, is the roof open or closed? Like, where are we going with this? Like, I'm at the club. Like, the beats is banging. I see a fine. just like, yo, let's go back to my place. Where? Let's go to the Mercedes Dome. Huh? Like, huh? Yeah, I just, you know, I rented out the Mercedes Dome. We like got the whole thing. We got all 20,000 seats. <laughs> got two locker rooms. Got the media center. <laughs> 102 bathrooms. <laughs> plenty of parking. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, you he just rented out to like Mercedes Dome? Like get So can like you that. pull up to the Mercedes Dome not in a Mercedes? It's a lot of questions. Mercedes Dome. More power to him. But whether you Kanye, Olivio Rodrigo, or any artist who thinks they're having a good year this year and thinks they're gonna show up at the Grammys next February and walk away with some trophies, wrong. They're all about to get beat by ghosts. It's been over now five years since Prince passed, but his music, of course, lives on. And the team and estate he left behind, well, they are keeping his art alive with the creation of a posthumous album.
3: Welcome to America, a release of music written and recorded more than a decade ago, none of it heard by the public until now. What do you want people to take away from this new album? He knew about this
1: technology and, and how it would affect people. You know, Son of a Slave Owner, and like all of these these songs where he's really talking about things that, that are happening now. In the wake of George Floyd, this is a very poignant record right now. And I, even more so than, than when we did it. He's prophetic. He always has been. Yes. I mean, he wrote 1999 and 1982. Prince, rest in peace. The real greatest of all time hands down hands down like people like let's do a versus prince versus michael jackson can't do prince versus michael jackson michael jackson runs out of songs after about 15.
2: at what point are we gonna have that reckoning with michael like all the wedding djs in the world have y'all had this reckoning with what to do with the michael jackson wedding playlist y'all still playing them what about
1: jackson 5 people don't want to play r kelly but they still playing michael jackson
2: by the way, we need to have a conversation about Ara
1: as well. Add him to the list of folks. Are we playing him this wedding
2: season or not? Nah? I just need to know the answer. That's
1: all. I say play them all. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't mix my my personal life with artistic genius.
2: I just need to know. When I believe I can fly, hits at the reception.
1: I just need to know if I can sing along or not. All right, that's it. So apparently, dude recorded this album back in 2010 called Welcome to America. I was like, ah, you know what? I'm not gonna release it. But I've heard it. I'm like, damn, it's hard to record something 11 years ago and have it sound current? Because there's artists out there right now who record stuff and it, 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 it's, it sounds old after six weeks. <laughs> the state found it intact, fully mastered, fully mixed. And from what I've read, he's got it's hundreds of this in the vault from what I've that's read. That's what they say, but this is... This, and the, I believe it. They've been releasing stuff out of the vault, but this is the best stuff out of the vault. It's a fully formed album. Like the title track, Welcome to America's Dope, Uh, it's got this song called Hot Summer. Man, Prince's Vault is so much better than any. Disney vault? Well, yeah, because well, Disney's pretty much emptied out the vault. Only thing left in the Disney vault is Song in the South. <laughs> Disney, come that on. One,
2: that one going probably stay I'm there. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to probably keep that one in like,
1: there. Disney, why we can't? Like, why can't I? If I want to watch Song in the South, why I can't watch Song in the South? They turned it into a theme park ride? Have you ever been to Disney World, Disneyland? Never been. Oh, man. They, what's the Bear Mountain? That's the most racist ride ever. That's saying a lot. Disney was known for racial, sexist themes park rides. You got the, the Burr Mountain ride, which is racial as hell. Pirates to the Caribbean, where the pirates were raping chicks. They just fixed Jungle Cruise. And then when the Johnny Depp movies came out, they fixed Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know if they fixed the Bear Mountain ride. Had
2: the re- retcon a couple of Uncle, those.
1: Uncle Remus. It's a bluebird on my shoulder. Play that. Push play on that racist bull. Sean Edwards, when we come back, you talk to some folks, yeah? Yeah, always. We talked to, ooh, okay.
2: Yeah, you talked yeah. to Christina Milian. That worked yeah, out. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. we were talking about that. We tried to make sure we could get that yeah, one scheduled. Yeah. Christina. It worked. Did you send her my
1: best? Yes, I did, Thank man. You. I She's looking good, that. man.
2: You talked to Christina, and also you got Marlon Wayans on the show, huh?
1: Yeah, man. Gearing up for that Aretha Franklin movie, Respect. It could be big, you know. Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul, universally loved. We'll see. I am looking forward to this, Sean Edwards. All right, my man. When we come back, interviews. Sean talks to some
2: folks, industry folks, the best of the best, stars only. I'll on watch this.
1: Assume the f-ing position. Ah.
2: All right. All right, Sean, let's kick it off with Christina Milian.
1: Yeah, homegirl. What's she in? She's in this movie called Resort to Love. Didn't she used to hang out with Nick Cannon? She sure did. I'm glad she avoided the pregnancy trap. He's like literally getting everybody pregnant. It's like a hobby, man. It drops a kid like a comma. It's crazy. Man, if you got eggs... <laughs> Run. Now, Christina Milian, man, she's looking good. She's back. Romantic comedy on Netflix and a singer, but also actress. Yeah, the she thing. does a lot of singing in this movie and we talked about it.
2: Sean Edwards and Christina Milian. Watch this. How you doing?
4: Hi, Sean. I'm good. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm fantastic. You got to do what you really love to do, which you got to sing. I mean, how many songs did you get to yeah. sing for the film?
4: I think I sang six songs in the film. Yeah, so I sang six songs and like you said, I did get to do what I love. I'm just glad I was able to to fuse my acting, my singing, as well as comedy in one movie. Um, because a lot of my fans ask me all the time, well, are you going to put out music again? Are you singing? And I'm like, I'm still singing. I just have a family now and I have kids, and it's a little difficult to do the things I normally would do as a singer. Uh, prior to having children, (laughs) but now I'm happy that I have a career that, you know, has has been able to, you know, multitask and do all of the above at once. Yeah. Is music your first love? Music is definitely my first love. Yeah. I grew up, I'm an 80s baby and I I had Michael Jackson and Madonna and Janet Jackson and all these great singers in my time, all this mystique that I was just like, I dreamt, slept, ate ate music. So um, I I still love it as much as I did when I was a child.
1: No, that's great. Not to put you on the spot. I do want to find out from you. What's your all time favorite like Motown movie, whether it's The Wiz, Lady Sings the Blues, Mahogany, Ooh, and
4: Mahogany, Mahogany, Mahogany. I love Diana Ross. Um, that's my mom's favorite movie. And so that's, let's just say I watched it a lot because it was my mom's favorite movie. Um, And Mahogany, I don't know, it was just, uh, I just loved her acting. I loved, she inspired me, Diana Ross inspired me the fact that I could be a singer that could be an actress. And so she did such a great job playing that role and such a dramatic role and uh, I fell in love with her in that movie so yeah that's a good question I'm glad you asked it <laughs> no it's kind of funny and I'm
1: glad you answered it that way because it's a great way to conclude the interview because it goes full circle because you reminded me a lot of Diana Ross in this movie where you're killing it with the singing you're killing it with the acting and I just your screen presence was on point so congratulations great movie fun thank you of- I'm
4: honored I thank you so much I appreciate that alright Sean talk to one of Wayne's
1: brothers talk to Marlon yeah yeah, man, that's my dude, man. We actually know one another. Like, whenever he comes through town, we hang out. What's we, he like, man? He seems like man, such he's so a good dude. cool, man. Yeah. All the, you know, I know all the Wayans, man. They just like. Um, the whole commune. Yeah, <laughs> man. They, they like that family, you know, that lives in the hood that you go and visit, man. You know? Man, what's
2: it like being a part of, like, when you got a funny family like that, that's gotta be tough, man. Like, how do man, you get a word in?
1: That's what makes you, like, really gifted because. When you got to compete with your own family members to get a word in, then you ain't got no problems when you out here for real, for real. That's why they all they all mad talented. I mean, yo, Kenan, groundbreaking filmmaker, responsible for like, you know, he was in Hollywood Shuffle, created the scary movie franchise. And uh, Damon, you know, at one point, Damon Wayans was a superstar. He was opposite Bruce Willis in yeah. The Last Boy Scout. Numerous sitcoms, Marlon, his sister, Kim. I'm at that age when I was growing up. Like, I didn't watch SNL. I watched Living Color. Yep. Living Color was way funnier than SNL. Living Color had the Wayans, Jamie Foxx, Jim Carrey, like j lo was a fly girl, David Allen Greer, like everybody Tommy Davidson, like Living Color was Far more funny than SNL by far. Like SNL gets too much credit. It's all about Living Color, and they were responsible for that. I mean, it's a great show, man. I- I'm waiting on the documentary about that. But no, me and my man Marlon, we go way back. Like we friends for real, for real. I go to LA, we have dinner. He come here. I take him food when he's doing stand up. Excellent. But we got a chance to talk about this new movie. He's in a uh, respect. What you think? The story about Aretha Franklin is a really good movie.
2: Perfect casting, to be honest. No, no, with no, you, right?
1: no, no, Perfect casting. Um, uh, yeah, he plays Aretha Franklin's husband, Ted White. No. I- I
2: like when Marlon goes serious, man. Nah, I do. Man. I dig it. He should have won good. an
1: Oscar for a record and for a dream. He's I a could not agree dope more. Dope actor, absolutely. Dude. He was in a movie last year called On the Rocks with Rashida Jones. Man, I was like, oh my God. And Bill Murray, right? And Bill Murray, yeah, Yeah, man. Great movie, Apple TV. Check it out if you get a chance. That's the cool thing about streaming. The movies don't go away. You can watch them anytime you want. 247-365. But in the meantime, let's talk respect and Aretha Franklin.
2: That was smooth, Sean Edwards. Marlon Wayans and smooth Shawnee Flicks right there.
0: Watch this.
1: Sure, Sean Edwards, Fox. No, not
0: Sean Edwards. Anybody but Sean Edwards. (laughs) What's up, fam? Come on, oh, What's up, Sean Edwards? Huh? How you doing, <laughs> Sean Edwards? Oh what's up, man? How you doing, good, fam? I'm good, man. I am I'm, I'm, I miss you. I miss that barbecue. We ain't gonna make some... Next time I come, you bring some... Them, 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 that barbecue? I know. I was gonna say, I owe you some food, right? No, yeah, but next time. Next time. Next time. All right, we got it. We got it. What's up, man? Congratulations, dude. Ah, oh, thank you, brother. I like the beer. Beer game. I like... Hey, you had the beer game in the movie. Was that all you? No, that, the uh, mustache all me. Really? Yeah, my mustache nice. all That's mine. It was a nasty na- nasty looking uh 70s porn mustache, but uh it was all me. And um I- I'm proud now this beard all me, you know, I'm trying to trying to grow up, Sean.
1: No, no, you you totally grown up, man. You reminded me a lot of uh of Richard Pryor, man. I like how you can be like the funniest man on the planet, then when it's time to shoot a movie, you can be like just deadly serious and and, and just execute. I mean, that's, that's an amazing gift, man. And you're you playing you, Ted White. And not the most likable guy, but um, you did your thing.
0: Thank you, brother. Anita. Um, I, 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 I always wanted to be like Pryor, you know what I mean? Like, to be able to have that, uh, that kind of uh, skill set and that, that range, you know? Pryor, Eddie Murphy, uh, Jim Carrey, you know, my brother Damon. Like, there's is certain dudes, Robin Williams, Tom Hanks. It's always comedians that have dramatic chops. Yeah. I don't know many great dramatic actors that are hysterically funny. No, nah, it's because true. It, 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 because you know what we do, this is this is, you know, I'm on stage every week. And when it comes time to telling jokes, I'm nurturing my craft of funny. But when it's time to put the jokes away, I got pain. You wanna you wanna see some tears? I got pain. And that's what we do, right? But as comedians, we go, here's all these things that hurt me. And I go. But what's funny about it? And I don't really digest my emotions. And then when I get a chance to sit down in the pocket and do a drama where I don't have to think about comedy, and I get to talk about some of those things that's inside of my heart and let them out through my eyes, yeah, you can create complex characters. And Ted was a complex character. He's the leading man, romantic lead, and he's the villain. So I got to be sweet. I got to be sour. I got to be dangerous. I got to, I got to do a lot of things and, and really be vulnerable and insecure as well. Because he's a damaged man. Damaged people, damaged people. And yeah, I mean, it's that true. And the textures that we put on, on the character, and that it, it, it's conveyed in the movie.
1: When I say Aretha Franklin, what comes to mind for you?
0: My mama. Because my mama loved Aretha Franklin, but my mama came from a generation of queens. My mama was a queen, like Aretha Franklin. And, you know, even... Way, the way, the, the respect that she had for herself. You know, my mama, just being a strong black woman and th- the essence of that reminds me of my mama. So if I ever wanna, my mom passed, if I ever wanna think about her, I'll play some Rita Franklin and I'll smile.
1: Oh, that's a great answer, man. I appreciate you, man. You killed it once again, man. Thank I still gotta give you that Oscar for Requiem For A Dream. It's coming one day. They yeah. always give it to no. you for something you don't deserve it in. Oh, you might get it for this. Respect's dope, man. <laughs> oh, dope. Congratulations. Thank I you, brother. You. I appreciate it. Got you. that? Got that food for you next time you in town. Keep that Teddy Pendergrass. I
0: like it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thanks a lot. You it. know, you look like, he like You think I better let it go? <laughs> look like another love TKO. Have to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. Let's talk
2: about some movie reviews, yeah? yeah you know watch some things, jotted some notes down. Thought yeah, you maybe let's talk
1: about. Let's talk about the big movie of the week.
2: We're talking about Jungle Cruise. Jungle
1: Cruise. <laughs>
3: My name is Dr. Lily Houghton. My brother and I are looking for passage upriver.
1: What's out there in the jungle? It's not a fun vacation.
3: Well, I'm not here for a vacation. Legend has it that there is a tree that possesses unparalleled healing power. It will change medicine forever.
1: And you need someone to help you find it. Here we go.
3: Sometimes it
4: just needs a bit of
1: a... Nobody touches my engine but me. What did I just... There you go. Dwayne LaRock Johnson. Emily Blunt.
2: So this is a Disney ride you put on the big screen, yes?
1: Yeah, they got away with it with Pirates of the Caribbean. They're going to get away with it again. This movie reminded me of a late 80s rap song. Oh, okay. Because they sample everything. Take me there, okay. It's part Indiana Jones, part Romancing the Stone, part Pirates of the Caribbean, all mixed into one classic single. Am I about to love this? I think Diddy directed this. <laughs> And it works. Dude, it feels just like Indiana Jones and then the chemistry between The Rock and Emily Blunt is romancing the stone. Like, beep. Per beat, and the uh, the entire formula is Pirates of the Caribbean. So is this one a go to the theaters or can you stream this one? What what's you can the move? Watch this one at the theaters, or you can pay the extra thirty and watch it at home on Disney Plus. That premier access stuff. Okay, yeah, I, I mean this is not a have to go to an AMC twenty to watch. It's perfectly fine watching at home, especially if you have a bunch of kids. The reason why I recommend watching at home with kids, it's technically too long. It's like two and a half hours. It's I a thought, long the, same, time okay, I thought the
2: same thing about Cruella. Got it got a little long. Day. Only theaters. They probably would have cut that down a little bit more. Yeah,
1: trim it. It's a little long, but it, it's a fun movie. I just, I, I need the wardrobe person's phone number. Uh-oh. Because they have my man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, looking like Popeye. Sean <laughs> Edwards, before we go, we got one more
2: review. I'm so excited oh, that we can talk about oh, this oh, Summer oh, assault. Soul. Are you ready, black people? Are you ready? Are you really ready? To listen to all the beautiful black voices, the beautiful black feeling, the beautiful black waves moving in
4: beautiful air. Are you ready, black people? Are you ready?
2: We wanted progress. We are black people and we should be proud of this.
1: We were coming together to say this was our world and how beautiful it was.
2: We're going to try to sing a song together. Don't wait for your neighbor, cause your neighbor might be waiting for you. We believed in what we felt in here. So when we went up, let's go. Let's
1: go do it. Oh man. Quest love. Wow, this. This is what like frustrates me, though. It's like after a while, the burden of unearthing black history just makes you tired. So how does this amazing concert, which took place in 1969 at the exact same time as Woodstock over a six week period with some of the biggest names ever in R&B, soul and gospel not get any attention how does this footage get lost for 50 years why does it require the drummer of the roots to discover this and turn it into a film like the talent's unquestionable you could literally go toe-to-toe with the talent that performed at this festival in harlem with the talent that performed at woodstock and this festival at harlem might win i mean you're talking about stevie wonder sly and family stone the lead singer from the temptations and then don't even get me started with all the the caribbean stuff they incorporated and then there's like a 20 minute stretch in this film where it's four or five gospel artists including mahelia jackson i swear if you I don't think anybody on the planet can watch that 20 minutes and not convert to some form of religion. I'm a well-studied, well-researched human Absolutely, being. Absolutely, yep. I knew nothing yep. about this festival which took place in Harlem. I mean, you know what makes me even more mad about it? Is that why weren't these folks paid for this back
2: then? Man. Like, think about the folks that we're watching now. All the merch, all the things that- Oh my God. They'll never have access to it's... because we never
1: saw it. Not only were they not paid, but That's people what ended was. up That's stealing what it. Was. it. It's, so, it's so, I mean, it's like the first five minutes you're like, damn i didn't even know stevie wonder played the drums i had no idea stevie wonder played the drum did you know stevie wonder played the drums i had no idea (laughs) and it's dope it's it's technically the best thing i've seen all year i I recommend anyone check it out it's on hulu summer soul directed and produced by amir questlove thompson best known as the drummer from the roots and not only do you get the music but they give you like the historical context and have you ever seen a crowd of cooler black people no.
2: Like everybody's is no. no. The answer is no. no. Their
1: clothing. <laughs> Like they're all in the park. It was no fighting. Listen, people, no fighting, no shooting, no stabbings. They were giving you the latest dances. You know, what I want to see more of of the
2: new normal. I want to see the summer cool black dudes. Like we got this year, we got one night in Miami. Yeah, just cool black dudes. Yeah, we got summer yeah, soul. Yeah. Just a bunch of cool black I folks.
1: That. It's one of those few movies. It's a it's the rare film that just gives you like it gives it gave me energy. I was like, this is incredible. Ball. Wow. We it's, got some stories yeah, to tell. We yeah, got more yeah, stories to tell. Man. Five let's, out of five popcorn bags on that one. When we come back, Sean
2: Network's let's preview next week. Let's go home, baby. Watch this. Bye, Felicia. All right, Sean. What we got for uh, next week on Watch This? I missed you, man. You over here taking breaks. Can't be summertime, gone too long. Summertime. You can't summertime. be gone too long. No, all right? Gonna All right. take your walks. Hey, I made my
1: pilgrimage last yeah, year yeah. as well. Some excursion. No, next week we kept, we catching up. But with, now we back. Yeah, next week we catching up with the queen. Yeah, man. I Re- love the, it when a plan comes together. Yeah, Aretha Franklin in the house. Jennifer Hudson, she might get a chance to snag that second Oscar. We'll holler at uh, Jennifer Hudson, and um, we'll figure out the rest as we keep watching everything that's going on. Hopefully by then, Donda would have dropped. And, um, Maybe Simone Biles will miraculously heal. just need some Jesus in your life.
2: And I see you just got another round of margaritas. Ah, I see a correlation there, Sean. That we're crazy how that
1: happens. I mean, one time, they had the, they had the gymnastics thing here in Kansas City, and yeah. Simone Biles was on one of those birds flying down Main Street with her boyfriend. That's why she not winning. She was kicking ass when she didn't have no man. And since she got a man, she's been shaky. Mama always said, get rid of them boys and them bird scooters. That's what Mama said. Can't focus on that balanced being when you're thinking about a boy. My name's Hart, so That's Sean. Man, keep you off balance. That's not good for
3: gymnastics. Watch this.